Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. Depending on where you live, it might be a happy Friday morning to you. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next two hours. Thank you to everybody who's been locked in to the first two hours of the show. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. And tonight we had a beatdown out in Las Vegas. The Raiders beat the Chargers 63-21. to We're going to talk about it in a minute. As Brandon Staley is uh, explaining away the, the loss, this might be the last time we hear from him as the head coach of the Chargers. We'll talk about that momentarily. Thank you to everybody locked in all over North America people who were watching and or listening to Thursday Night Football, The Beat Now. Thank you to everybody tuning in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. The free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free, get it. How many things in life can you get for free? Not a lot. Get this. Everybody on Sirius XM channel 158 and everybody listening on a smart speaker. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's holding it down for us in New York City. Wow. The game is over. And I'm just, I'm still checking to make sure that the Raiders, that they're not scoring any more points. 63 to 21? This was a Raiders franchise record tonight. Tonight against the Chargers, the Raiders have never scored more points in their history. The previous high for the Raiders in the franchise history, it was 59 points they scored against Denver back in 2010. They beat them 59-14. to Quite ironic when you think about Denver. The ass-whooping they got earlier this season against the Miami Dolphins, 70-20. to The Raiders just lost. A couple of days ago against Minnesota, they lost three to nothing and they bounced back by dropping 63 points. And let's be real. The 21 points here by the Chargers. Garbage time. Basuda. Doesn't matter. Easton stick walks away with three touchdowns at the end of the game here. But at the same time, Easton stick is the same dude who out the course of the game threw a pick six, fumbled the ball twice. Overall, the team had five fumbles and lost four of them. 
It feels like every time the ball was up for grabs, the Raiders got it, and they scored. The offense scored. The defense scored. Aiden O'Connell had four touchdowns. This was abuse, man. At halftime, the score was 42 to nothing. The Raiders led the Chargers. Brandon Staley just stood up there at the press conference. Are they going to let this man go home? They might as well fire him today and just let him hang out in Las Vegas for a couple of days. If he celebrates Christmas, let him hang out in Vegas, let him go see his family, set up a vacation, and let's just stop the bleeding because the Chargers aren't going anywhere. And every image was just a pitiful sight. Every image. Brandon Staley, as an NFL head coach, he looked like he was going to cry on the sideline. Easton Stick, North Dakota State. This man threw a pick six, and he couldn't do anything but smirk and like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. Mac is looking miserable on his sidelines. Justin Herbert has his hand in a giant cast as he just broke his finger a couple days ago. He's standing around looking miserable, rubbing his chin like, what the hell is going on? I actually work for this team. At least I'm getting paid, but I work for this team. And it was just sad. You know what? Let's cut to the chase. Let's take a listen to one of the saddest people in America right now. It's Brandon Staley. Because after the game, Brandon Staley, he was asked about the effort of his own players. Listen to this. How do you feel about the effort of your players? Uh, I don't question the effort of our guys. Why not? Uh, I, I know those guys. I've been with most of them three years. And I know them inside and out. I'm with them every single day. So this is just a really bad game in the NFL where nothing goes right, everything goes wrong, and, um, you know, it's the tough side of things. Oh, well. How many more of them games you want to have, man? Last season you actually get to the playoffs, you have a 27 to nothing lead, and you blow it. He's been defensive quite a few times this season, sticking up for his defense, Sticking up for the team. Oh, there's no hangover from last year and the ass whooping that we received. Asking about the effort of his team is, is legitimate. Because y'all looked miserable. It looked like you, you, you laid down. It looked like you quit. And who's the guy at the top of the totem pole is you. And aren't you supposed to be known for your defense? Weren't you the defensive coordinator of the Rams? What, wasn't that you? What you missing? Where's Jalen Ramsey at? Where's Aaron Donald? You want those guys back, don't you? I don't know where that where that, oh well, I know I know where Von Miller is. Von Miller, he 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 had some issues, but anyway, another another conversation for another day. And this is between two teams going nowhere. The Raiders, at least they can build towards something for next season, right? They got Antonio Pierce here. You're looking at Aiden O'Connell. At least for maybe the second time this season, I actually uh, looked over at a Devontae Adams who looked like he was enjoying himself. It looked like he was having fun. He had 101 yards receiving and a touchdown. Hmm. 
miserable night. Raiders beat the Chargers 63-21. to Yeah, Brandon Staley, him getting fired, getting the boot. He's on the clock. If I were him, and not that anybody wants to get fired, but if he knows that it's coming, get it before Christmas so you can go on vacation. Anyway, let's listen to some of this, uh, I don't want to call it abuse, but that's what it is. It's the Raiders bludgeoning the Chargers. How did it start? And this is all courtesy of the Raiders radio network, by the way, all of it. It started off with a Zamir White one-yard touchdown run to get things going in the first. O'Connell under center, Zamir White the tailback, gets the handoff, trying the left side, touchdown Raiders! Zamir White bulldozes his way in for his first career touchdown, and the Raiders take an opening drive score. It's 6-0 with 8-10 to go in the first. Oh, we got people scoring touchdowns? Things that they don't do frequently? How about Aiden O'Connell finding Trey Tucker for a 30-yard touchdown? O'Connell on first down, going to throw. He's got all day. Lobs it to the end zone. Open receiver. Tucker bobbles it. Caught it. Touchdown, Raiders. It looked like he bobbled it on first glance in the back right corner. He caught it. He flips. Raiders in control here in the first. Oh, yeah, it was 14 to nothing in the first. And I was going to talk about Trey Tucker's backflip. He needs to enter into the Olympics. Might be too late to join the Olympic squad, but that was a damn good flip. Wish I could do that. Anyway, the scoring continued. And by the way, this is still in the first quarter. Aiden O'Connell throwing another touchdown pass, this time to Jacoby Myers. There's the snap. He's going to throw. Lobs it near side, looking for Myers. Leaps and grabs. Jacoby Myers, touchdown. He laid out at the goal line. He went completely horizontal, and he made the grab. It's 20 nothing. Raiders in the first quarter. <laughs> oh, man, it doesn't stop there. This is not a replay. This is another touchdown pass to Michael Meyer. Yeah, the new tight end. Second and eight from the 12. O'Connell, play action. He rolls out to the right. He's got a wide open tight end. Mayer at the 10, five. He walks into the right pylon. Touchdown, Raiders. Right on cue. They take advantage of another takeaway, and they are blitzing the Chargers here on Thursday night. 28 to nothing. We're still in the first half here, damn it. If you thought that it was only passing, no, there was more. We had a rushing touchdown. 26 yards. Brandon Bolden said, hey, I want to get it on the action. Down to five on the play clock. He takes the snap. Fakes it to O'Connell. He's going to run left. He's got blockers at the 20. Bolden at the 10. Sideline five. Touchdown, Raiders. They brought Brandon Bolden back into the fold, and he races for a 26-yard touchdown. It's a party here tonight in Vegas. Damn it, it's a party every night in Vegas. Where the hell has Scott been?
except for now the Raiders can actually enjoy themselves. People partying in Vegas all the time. All types of terrible things and drunkenness. Uh, it could be a good time. Anyway, we're still here in the first half, and Aiden O'Connell throws another touchdown pass to Trey Tucker again. Carter goes in motion. O'Connell's going to throw on first down. Throws over the middle. Deep into the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown, Trey Tucker. He was coming across the goal line, and the rookie has his second touchdown of the half. And the Raiders have 41 in the first 30 minutes. Oh, oh man. I got to take a breath here. Damn. I'm not even doing any of the heavy lifting or the work, but this is a lot. It was 42 to nothing at the half. Damn. Brandon Staley, is he does the little halftime interview with Amazon, and he's just like, oh, yeah, well, uh, we weren't prepared to play. Like, well, stupid, that's an indictment on you. Why would you say that? Don't say that. I know people are thinking it, but you're not supposed to say it. And so then we get into the third quarter. And we got a little bit of trickery here. Aiden O'Connell doesn't have to throw all of the touchdown passes. Jacoby Myers got in on the action. And he throws a short pass to Devontae Adams, making it 49 to nothing. Jacoby Myers in motion. O'Connell takes the snap, throws it out to him. He's going to throw to the end zone. Touchdown, Devontae. They went backwards. And Jacoby. This is sad. The offense can't have all of the fun, right? The defense has to get in on the action, right? Well, they did. John Jenkins, a giant of a man, 300-plus pounds. He picked up a fumble. Yeah, because the Chargers couldn't hold on to the ball. They fumbled the ball five times tonight, gave up four of them. John Jenkins picked up one of them after a sack and said, I'm going to get some cardio in. I'm going to run 44 yards for a touchdown. Yes, me, defensive lineman, run for TD. Listen. 13 seconds in the quarter. Stick gets the snap. He's going to throw. Eyeing down the middle. Now pressure off the edge. Hey, drill from behind. Ball's out. Ball's Ball's out. out. Ball's Comes out. with the sack. And big man running. John Jenkins is going to score. Jenkins picked it up, and he had 40 yards of turf with nobody chasing him. It's a lineman's dream, and the Raiders have 55 at the end of the third. <laughs> the score after the extra point was 56-7. to seven. The defensive lineman was looking up at the screen. He was he had that much time. He wasn't huffing and puffing. He was looking up at the screen and he's just like, oh, man, I, ain't nobody going to catch me. This was embarrassing for the Chargers. And then we had a little man touchdown. Jack Jones, a normal sized human being, comes through with a pick six to make it 63 to seven. Damn. And an interception on the first pass. Amazing. It's Jack Jones. Amazing. It's a pick 
Amazing. Lake and then Amazing. breaks the record. Amazing. The highest point total in Raiders franchise history is Jack Jones on an interception for a touchdown. Wow. You can throw out the mother. Well, they had three scores. Well, they being the, the Chargers, they had three scores. It was garbage time. It was a waste of time. We not even going to play them stupid touchdowns because they were meaningless. Easton Stick, it was nice to get some points up on the board. It was even worse to have, uh, I don't know, three turnovers. Chargers are going nowhere. I know where Brandon Staley is going. I don't want to say the unemployment line because he's still going to get paid. He's going to be out of a job. It might be a few hours from now. It might be at the end of the season, but let's be real. The Chargers need a reset. Whether they're blowing out teams or getting blown out or giving up huge leads or just, just stinking to join up. They're cursed, man. You can't blame Anthony Lynn anymore. Now you got to blame Staley. And Justin Herbert, at least, at least he had a front row view. At least his check still cash. Broken hand and all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Raiders smoke the Chargers, 63-21. to 21. We're going to hear from some of the players. I know the Chargers are miserable. And the countdown for Brandon Staley to get the boot. Oh, it's on. He going to get fired. I'm going to take your calls on the other side of the break. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Hopefully the Raiders don't score again now that the game is done. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And, you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The Raiders, they smashed the Chargers 63. To 21. Abuse. Everybody's just waiting to see when Brandon Staley gets fired. And if you're the Chargers, why wouldn't you? We already know what happened with the Chargers blowing that 27 to nothing lead against the Jaguars in the postseason. Uh, Brandon Staley has been on the defensive about his defense all season long. Uh, He's talked about how there is no hangover for last season. It's like the Chargers blow every close game. They always mismanage the clock. Tonight, they get blown out. How could you, if you are Brandon Staley, have the respect of the locker room, let alone the fan base, let alone have the confidence of the front office? I I, I can't imagine that you do. And if you are the Chargers, why wouldn't you want to at least give Kellen Moore a look? 
for a couple of games. There are only three games left in the season here for the Chargers. They got Buffalo a couple of days before Christmas. That probably ain't going to turn out good. They have Denver. That's probably not going to turn out good. And then you have Kansas City. That's probably not going to turn out good. And so unless you want Brandon Staley to get his ass whooped some more, to make more of a statement that he needs to go, then you leave him out there. But why? It's inevitable. He's going to get fired. When I sit here with you tomorrow night, am I going to talk about him being fired or am I going to say he hasn't been fired yet? I guess it's coming at the end of the season. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Kyle. He's calling from Dallas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Kyle. Hey, what's up, JR? How are you doing? I'm excellent, man. What's on your mind? Well, you know, I, I, uh, my prediction is that Staley should be fired tomorrow. They should just they either leave him in Las Vegas or send him on a plane back to San Diego where the Chargers used to be. Uh, it's, a, it's a travesty down there right now. And uh, I will say, I think it's an interesting theme that is happening across the NFL. Uh, I can't remember who said it. I'll give credit to someone else. It wasn't me. But I think it's an interesting trend right now in the NFL that a lot of defensive-minded head coaches are struggling. And offensive-minded head coaches are really the best teams in the league, uh, Sirianni, Reed, uh, McCarthy, even Shanahan. Well, I mean, um, when we take a look, when we take a look and thank you, Kyle, for calling from Dallas. I mean, when you, when you look up and down the NFL, what's the deal right now? It's a, it's an offensive players league. I mean, first of all, you need the talent and that's, what's always been so disappointing about the chargers. It, it doesn't matter if we want to go back to Phillip rivers or, We want to take a look at what's going on with Justin Herbert. Now, the Chargers over the past 20 years, and and you could even throw Drew Brees out there if you want. He he certainly didn't have the stature of a Phillip Rivers. He's not as big as as Justin Herbert. Physically, he's, he's built different. But for the past 20 years, the Chargers have been able to throw the ball around. The Chargers have had, I don't know, the Austin Ecklers of the worlds and I know Keenan Allen doesn't get a lot, a lot of attention. He has that. They've had the Antonio Gates of the world. Uh, we can go back and say, oh, my God. Uh, well, man, who did they have at uh, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, LT? And they never won. Like, they just they, – they can put up points, but they could never hang in there with the best of the best. Yeah, Tom Brady would always dominate or Peyton Manning would always dominate. They could always put up points and throw the rock around. It doesn't matter what iteration we got of the Chargers. They always find a way to just be second rate. When they're at the top of the class, they're like two or three. And then when they're actually good and it looks like they might climb, they choke and they blow it. They're choke artists. I don't know what's in the water in the organization. It got to be from the top down. Has to be. 855-212-4CBS. Brandon is calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Brandon, you're live on the radio. Hey, what's up, JR? So I'm from Palm Springs, so I got confused with Texas. And <laughs> we've been saying Brandon's name a lot. Well, go ahead. You're live. What the hell happened to him? I don't know. He got abducted. Justin is calling from Louisville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, JR, how's it going? Good. So, 
the previous caller was talking about the offensive-minded teams. Uh, I will point out, though, like Dallas and the 49ers, they, they both have good defenses, too. You have to be able to stop the ball. But tomorrow, yeah, yeah, I do yeah, think but that he's 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 specifically referring to the teams that are led by the offensive-minded coaches. Kyle Shanahan certainly known as an offensive coach first, and he has amazing weapons. Right, right. I do think they let Brandon Staley go tomorrow, but I also think Kenny Payne gets let go tomorrow from Louisville. So, which one do you think gets let go first? Who? What do you What do you Kenny. mean in regards to who gets fired first? Yeah, Kenny Payne or Brandon Staley. Well, I don't. Both I don't got a crystal tomorrow, ball. I mean, what are we? What are we looking at? One guy getting fired in the Midwest versus another guy getting fired on the West Coast. I, how? How would I know that? Well, both of them. Neither one of them has been doing the best jobs at uh, head coaching. Kenny for Louisville, and then Brandon Staley for the Chargers. They both been getting. The, the so how up. how about the guy on the East Coast? He gets fired up first, and the guy on the West Coast, he gets fired after. Does that make more sense? Because of the time zone, you think? Yeah. Yes. Yes, Justin. That's that's a good that's a good call. Okay. Well, thanks. Appreciate you for calling from Louisville. Have a good night. You as well. <laughs> I I don't know who's gonna get fired. How am I supposed to know that? Hey, JR, who gets fired first, the guy in the Midwest or the guy on the West Coast? Maybe because he's two hours behind, maybe maybe he'll get fired uh, after. I don't know. Come on. Hey, Shep, what's your prediction? Guy on the, the guy in the East Coast, he'll get fired, and then some guy in the Midwest will get fired, and then the guy in the Mountain Time Zone will get fired, and then the guy on the West Coast gets fired last, right? I'm just sick of Brennan Staley, so I, I hope it's him. First? Yeah, he should have been fired two years ago. What, never getting a job? No, I mean, like, he demonstrated too many times that he was willing to go for fourth and five when he was at his own 29. So the guy should have been lost two years ago. How he's kept this job this long, he's a Houdini. Yeah. Well, he, well, if he's a Houdini, he's in the right place. He's in Vegas. Point. He can do one of those shows. I heard Usher's residency is about to end. He can, uh, can go do magic. 855-212-4CBS. Wolfgang. He's calling from New Mexico. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello, hello. Um, so I'm a Chargers fan, and for me, I think Brendan Staley, I've always supported him going on for, going, for, going forward on fourth down. However, he was hired as a defensive guru, and the past two seasons we've been very, very subpar on the defense. So I think that the best move for the Chargers right now is to give Kellen Moore a headshot and uh, a shot at head coach and give Brendan Staley the boot. Yeah, it, it will be real interesting. Thank you, Wolfgang, for calling from New Mexico. You know, with three games remaining here on the docket, is is that really enough to see what Kellen Moore does? You'd have to think and have confidence in him that he is A, or that you even want to keep him around into next season to see what he has. Otherwise, you got to start over again. And so ultimately, yeah, you can you can see what Kellen Moore does, but what happens if they light it up the next three games? You just keep him on for next season? What happens if he gets his ass whooped? You're just going to blame him? And then ultimately, if he gets his ass whooped, you're going to look for a new head coach. So this is a tough spot here for the Chargers. They, they might, even if they allow Kellen Moore to go out there and coach the next three games, you probably still want to conduct interviews. I think it'd be a short-sighted to say, oh, we're just going to hire him. 
And uh, we don't know who is going to be available at the end of the season. There might be a coach in New England who will probably get the boot, who might say, hey, being in L.A. to finish my career may not be the worst of things. It's possible. And I know the Chargers have dealt with their share of injuries, Bosa, etc. But when you think about the dudes they have on the team, from the front of the line all the way to the to the defensive backs, especially what they had to start the season, James and Bosa and Mack, you, you would think that they'd be able to uh, you know, stop somebody. 63-21. to 21. It's more than embarrassing. Isaac is calling from San Jose. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Isaac? What's going on, Mr. JR? Uh, look, I'm not a fan of either of these teams. I'm just a football fan, and I think most sane football fans will not agree with Brandon Staley being a head coach at all. Um, he should have been fired last year. He wasn't. The one guy that I'm thinking of right now is Kellen Moore that everyone is talking of. If I was him, I wouldn't even want this interim head coaching job right now because it's not like he's going to finish the year out with Justin Herbert. You know what I mean? He's just going to, he's just going to use what he's got at his disposal right now. And it's not a lot. So I don't even know if that is something I would want to do if I was Kellen Moore. It, it really sucks because the chargers, they always have the talent. It does start at the top. I want to go back to what you said earlier. It's the organization's leaders that have always let this organization down. And it really sucks because I have, you know, I got friends down in SoCal that are Charger fans, and they don't deserve this, man. You got someone like Justin Herbert, who is a top-five quarterback in the league, just wasting away over there. And, I mean, this is not the year to try and, oh, I'm Kellen Moore, I'm going to step up and try and become the head coach of any of this. I I really feel for the guy because he's put in a bad spot right now because of Brandon Staley. And it's not going to work out for him, even if he were to get the interim job for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's 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 a tough it's it's a it's a tough position. I mean, the Chargers' season is done, and thank you, Isaac, for calling from San Jose. Excellent call. They're they're, they're done. They're done. And so, yeah, if you put Kellen Moore out there, he gets the short end of the stick. No, no, no pun intended. The quarterback's name is Easton Stick. I'm not that clever. And you know what? It, it doesn't just stop at the head coach. What the hell happens with Tom Telesco? Like, is he going to get the boot as well? Like, this is this is just ugly right now for the Chargers. And I'm not saying that uh, Bill Belichick can be a saving grace if he should be available. But he, 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 he got to be able to do better than what the hell he has. Let's be real. Let's be clear. The Chargers have more talent on their roster than New England does. At least the Chargers have a quarterback. They have somebody to start with. He might be standing around with a cast on his hand right now, but they got a better option. I mean, I'll tell you about Tom Telesco, and then uh, I'll tell you about uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, this is a, a GM who brings on J.C. Jackson and, and tells everybody sorry for signing him. Like, okay, wh- what type of GM are you? 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. And speaking of Justin Herbert, I know this sounds uh, pretty ancient, sounds pretty bad. He had a lot of confidence in Easton Stick a couple of days ago. And we'll hear from Justin Herbert. I want to remind you of his comments from a few days ago. 
uh, because the chargers are going straight into the toilet. I'm going to get to more of your calls as well. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. To the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're such a man of the people, though. You take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. We know about the Raiders beating up on the Chargers 63-21. to The Raiders on the positive side for them. Just a franchise record. 63 points. Antonio Pierce picks up another victory. I mean, there were a lot of you know, some quiet conversations as to whether or not he was going to be able to hold the job, really be the interim head coach, but... You know, with victories like this on teams that you're supposed to beat up like this, maybe not this bad, he might hold on to the job, but this is the Raiders. And so Antonio Pierce, he spoke after the game, and knowing about the hell that they just took to Minnesota where they scored zero points, Antonio Pierce said, yeah, we were able to turn the page rather quickly. We talked about just having short-term memory. You know, I'm going to reference what Devontae said last week. You know, we was on the wrong side of history. Well, we're on the right side now, and that's the way we want to be. But, you know, it's like anything. You know, turnovers, points, they always come in bunches. And for us, once got, it became a frenzy, right? And you saw it on defense. You saw it on offense. Special teams jumped in it. Well, it, everybody got involved. I mean, we had a big man touchdown. A big man went 44 yards for a touchdown. And the Chargers just looked disinterested like they quit they did i mean there was no ands if so buts about it yeah they they had some uh well they had three meaningless touchdowns at the end of the game but they they quit i mean even on amazon al michaels kirk herb street they were they were calling the game on amazon and they were just like the hell are we looking at here listen to this i'll follow your lead (laughs) where do you want to go (laughs) here 31 more seconds, huh? That's what they tell me. Do they, do they ever get to a point to... Uh, I mean, just, you know, if this were Pop Warner, they'd stop the game, right? Yeah, or keep the just continuous clock, maybe the second half. We're in Vegas. Referee stops contest. You know, 42 to nothing, largest halftime lead in Ra- Raiders team history. Mm-hmm. I'm checking to see the, the last time any team... Can't imagine. ...led by 42 in the first half. I'll follow your lead. <laughs> Where do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even by the time they, they got to the end of the game and they couldn't do anything but show the faces on the sidelines, the Chargers looked beyond miserable. 
They look like they didn't want to be there. And understandable, you, you, you're losing 63-7. to seven. You're losing 63-21. to 21. But even at halftime, even in the first quarter, they just look like, man, can, can we go to the strip? Can I walk over to MGM right now? Do I have to sit here on the bench? This was like one of those bad Thanksgiving games. No, not the ones that that take place with the Lions or the Cowboys. I'm talking about those bad Thanksgiving games that take place at your local high school. Thanksgiving morning, the Turkey Bowl, those ugly games where the kids are running around and they look like ass and they're fumbling the ball all over the place and one team destroys the other. That's what tonight's game looked like. Except for these were two NFL franchises and, and one of them is just snake-bitten, cursed. Is always good enough to be good enough, but then chokes away victories. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Lou is here. He's calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, how you doing, JR? Uh, pleasure. Uh, first-time caller. I hear you. I'm a truck driver, and I'm always... Uh, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, and then early Sunday morning, I'm always listening to CBS Sports Radio. But um, I'm a San Diego Chargers fan, grew up a Buffalo Bills fan. I'm from Tijuana, Mexico, so the only players or football games that I ever got to see were the Buffalo Bills in those Jim Kelly years and losing Super Bowls to the Cowboys and whatever they lost. And then I realized that San Diego had a team, and I've been a fan ever since. Uh, even though, even through the losing years. Uh, earlier, you mentioned something about Peyton Manning and uh, in, in the years where and, uh, we had, I believe that the problem with the Chargers is the organization. Like, literally, the, the ownership needs, needs, it needs to change ownership. How do you fire the best coach in the franchise history immediately after losing a playoff game? I, I never could understand that, and I think ever since we've had it, it's been a bad omen. Uh, even though Marty Schottheimer uh, was notorious for not winning in the off season or whatever, how do you fire a guy who went 14 and two, and we have the MVP of the season with Ladainian Tomlinson, and we waste his uh, career uh, by switching coaches immediately? Well, I mean, if we want to even go further on down the line about, oh, thank you for calling from San Diego. Just a lot of uh, truck driver stuff, noise in the back. I feel like I'm listening to my radio, your radio, the wind, the window. They didn't didn't believe in Drew Brees' arm. They didn't think his arm was going to hold up. And so, I mean, we we can go down a list over the past 20, 25 years that takes a look at the charges and just goes, damn, this is just a a series of unfortunate events. Even the Chargers radio network tonight, they were just like, well, what what the hell are we calling here? What, What were we looking at? Listen to the Chargers radio network when they were getting their asses woofed 49 to nothing. Have you decided whether you want to stand up or sit down yet? I think I want to lay down under the desk. I was looking for a blindfold, but apparently you can't do this job with a blindfold. No, we have to watch and do our best to bring you some entertaining play-by-play and analysis of 
what has been wildly disappointing. Here's a double pass to the end zone, and hey, why not? Just humiliate him. Double pass to Devontae Adams for the touchdown. That's the second double pass they have run flawlessly. <laughs> Man, you, you don't have to sit there and watch. You can close your eyes and imagine the disaster. You don't have to watch. Those are the type of games when you're a broadcaster. They should let you drink. They should. I know for all of those years that uh, what was CNN would do New Year's Eve, they used to give, what was his name, Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, they used to let them drink on New Year's. Some of the most entertaining stuff, quote-unquote stuff, I've ever seen in my life. When we get to these type of blowouts, let them drink. Give them a raise. They're getting paid to sit there and tell a story about what's going on on the field and and share that to the airwaves. Man, they got to pedal crap. You should get a raise for that. Vinny's calling from San Diego. Go ahead, Vinny, quickly. Hey, JR, thanks for, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want to say that the Chargers, this is the best thing that could happen to the Chargers with this blowout game right now. Get rid of Staley. Uh, let the offensive coordinator take over for the rest of the year, and then just go make a splash. Go get John Harbaugh, or Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh, sorry. Go get Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Pay him 12 mil a year, whatever he wants. Give him whatever he wants. This ownership has been a joke. Um, since I've been a kid, I'm born and raised in San Diego. I'm not a Charger fan, but I've seen this constantly. Coaches going round and round. Go get Jim Harbaugh. Bring him in. Bring in someone that can turn this, turn this, uh, um, turn this team around Shit. because the ownership okay. is crap. All right. So. Well, thank you, Vinny, for calling from San Diego. Yeah, we we've heard that people crapping on the Spanos family, and with good reason. Yeah, and as we said, one of our callers pointed out, you bring in Kellen Moore to coach the last three games, what's that going to do? Is Justin Herbert going to go out there and throw the ball around with a cast on? Probably not. Nope. And by the way, the Chargers, as it stands right now today, they would have the fifth overall pick. They might climb a little bit higher than that, it's the JR Sport Pre Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, we'll hear from head coach Brandon Staley. He was asked if he should still have his job. Wait till you hear this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 